0: Hi, everybody. I'm Heather, and Trish and I are back with more tips showing you how we're surviving this pandemic, and today's topic will be our restaurant tips.
1: Hi, guys. I'm Trish. Heather and I are two fit models with near-identical size 6 body measurements, and we've been paid to maintain those exact measurements under contract for a span of 20-plus years.
0: We're writing a book called Paid to Be Perfect to share what we've learned over those 20-plus years in an effort to help you find your own version of perfect. We hope our book will be out later this year, but in the meantime, we're sharing sharing what works for us right now.
1: Okay, Heather, it's your turn to get us started. So what are your restaurant tips?
0: Well, to begin with, I have been a special orderer ever since I was a kid. Back in the day when I ate hamburgers, I wanted mine with just cheese and ketchup. I grew up in a family of six kids, so you'd think I wouldn't get my way, but Being the youngest, they all kind of spoiled me a bit, and so yes, I've special ordered pretty much all my life, and nothing has really changed with that to this day. My husband Jeff and I are basically food opposites. He has rolled his eyes at my special orders for years, but fortunately, Even as a plant-based eater, I don't have to do that quite as often as I did about 20 or 30 years ago when a lot of people ate more meat as a staple than they do now. So Jeff teases me about my special ordering, but I always tease him because he's a food sharer. That's our second restaurant ordering difference. I hate food sharing. I'm not a family-style diner. I like to order what I want, and I want to eat it all myself every last bite. I especially hate to share my dessert because it's mine, all mine. Nobody else gets to eat it. Um, one thing I like about not sharing like I do for dining out is that I feel like with family style, you end up eating way more than if you know how much is on your plate and you don't go back for seconds just because it's there. I feel the same way about a a bottle of wine. I'd rather order a glass because when the servers pour it before you drink it all, then you lose count and then you're drunk, (laughs) or at least I am. (laughs) (laughs) Another difference between the way my husband eats out and the way I do is that he considers himself a foodie and I will admit he has a pretty refined palate. He can taste like the specific ingredients in foods without knowing what's in there. And I'm more, I like it or I don't same with wine. I'm not a wine snob and I don't care about the floral notes or how buttery it claims to be. I either like it or I don't, (laughs) but I do consider myself a foodie, but in a different way, I'm more of a, how the foods make me feel foodie. And he's more of a, how the food tastes foodie. And, uh, I think that's important because um, it's. I'm still appreciative of how the food makes me f- makes me feel, and I really enjoy um, ordering based on that. Uh, he thinks that I don't like enjoy food as much as he does, just because I do it <laughs> in a different way, which is completely false. So, we eat in restaurants about once a week or so, at least a couple times a month, and since it's only on occasion. I don't worry about the way it's cooked or how much fat or sodium or calories it has in it. I just enjoy it like, uh, like I'm doing with my Friday night pizza right now and just like I do with my weekly sweet treats. So I think in either case of being a classic foodie or another version, if you consider dining out as a treat, then just enjoy it however you want to enjoy it. The last main difference in the way Jeff and I eat and actually the way Trish and I eat too is that I am a whole foods plant-based eater. Trish and I haven't really gotten into the specifics of how we eat yet in these podcasts, and we will do that in detail in our book, Paid to Be Perfect. But I do probably need to clarify this difference now so that you all will know why I order what I order. So... A whole food plant based eater is not a strict vegan and it's not a strict vegetarian. I have been a vegan, meaning I didn't eat animals or dairy for several years. And I've also been vegetarian, vegetarian, not eating any fish or meats for a couple of decades. However, the lack of cruelty to animals is a byproduct of how I eat, not the reason why. The reason why is because i generally don't like the taste or texture of meat or the preparation of uncooked meat and i don't even like the idea really of eating animals in general when i was young i would only eat meat if it was super well done because i didn't like the bloody look i still don't like the thought of handling any meat or poultry raw and so it's just never been appealing even when cooked that has actually become more true over the years but I'm not restricting myself from eating animals because it helps the animals. I wish I could say I'm that awesome and it's all about them, but I generally just don't like the way they taste. There (laughs) there is an exception though, and I I will get to that in a minute. But for today, I'd say 99% of my diet is whole plant foods. I love the way I eat and I really don't like labels of any kind, but it is sometimes just easier to say I'm vegetarian because people know what that is rather than explain plant based whole foods, especially when I'm traveling. It's just easier to order that way, but really plant-based whole foods is exactly as it sounds. It revolves around eating plant foods that are unprocessed. Again, I'll get into specifics in the book, but that's what it is in a nutshell. So for me, the challenge of eating out has always revolved around what to order. That's not an animal. It's getting so much easier, but 25 or 30 years ago, people thought it was weird or trendy at best, uh, that I didn't eat meat. So as a plant-based as a plant-based eater, how I eat, out is this? I basically look at the menu. If there isn't a plant-based option, I look at all the sides. I actually do this even when there is a vegetarian option in case I like the sides better than whatever they're offering. And I also scan the other dishes in case I see something I like there. So if I see a potato or a yummy rice dish on a meat dish, I'll ask if they can give me that with a salad or a side of veggies. But If I don't see anything on the menu I absolutely love, I may just do a salad and a dessert because I always love desserts. But if I am ordering dessert, I'll generally go lighter on the entree and make that my treat. I love Mexican restaurants. I'll often order rice and beans and pour it all on my salad and eat it like a rice bowl with veggies. I love Japanese, I love Greek and all the Mediterranean restaurants because they all have amazing plant-based options. But even when I'm in steakhouses or other American eclectic types of places, I don't really have a problem finding anything that works based on the sides. So if I don't go to a place uh, that has a lot of legumes, um, then I don't have much in the way of a protein source option except for dairy, which, again, is fine for a night out. I just don't make a daily habit out of dairy. I'd say Italian places are probably the hardest places to find any protein other than dairy, but lots of other places have good options. And speaking of Italian, I've also shared with you all on a previous podcast that we've been doing pizza every Friday night for the last couple of months on lockdown. And so that's what I've been doing in place of our usual weekly restaurant night. Once in a blue moon, I may try to bite a fish. I don't order a whole order of fish at this point, again, just because it's not really my favorite. Um, I don't complain if my veggie burgers alongside a meat burger on the grill and my weekly pandemic pizza has pepperoni on it which is my exception that i brought up before i was just telling a good friend that after uh many years as a strict vegetarian i started eating pizza with pepperoni on it when luke was about four and i think that was actually because of the ninja turtles and their love for pepperoni pizza And I think I was also trying to be the mom who didn't, you know, force him into vegetarianism. I do like when he makes his own choices, even if I have to guide them um, away from all the sugar, which I do basically every day. (laughs) Um, Anyway, I guess it's strange to some people that I don't feel like pepperoni is as gross as other meats. But I think it's because it's so processed that it doesn't feel like meat or doesn't have the look of meat. So it doesn't really register as a dead animal to me. But is processed meat like pepperoni good for you? Absolutely not. That's why I only do it once a week as a treat. And that's during pandemic times. I I haven't eaten this much pizza on a regular basis ever, I don't think. Um, Or maybe I have in college. But anyway, normally we would go in out to dinner and I'd be choosing my own meal rather than doing family-style pizza night, which, as I've said, isn't my thing, though I will admit I have enjoyed the family-style pandemic pizzas, and I'm not sure Luke's going to want to give it up anytime soon, but he does like eating out and ordering his own thing, too, so hopefully this summer will bring more of that and we can get a little bit away from the pizzas. Um, So to sum it up, eating out for me is really pretty simple As a plant-based eater, look at what they do have on the menu. See if you can get sides off of entrees and make that into a meal. Find potatoes, rice, legumes, and veggies that you like. I think it's good to enjoy your restaurant meals without overthinking what's in it, but find the healthy things on the menu to eat first and then treat yourself to something fun. Uh, The last thing I want to quickly mention is that my husband and I own a restaurant in downtown Columbus, and we have for the last 15 years. It's funny, Trish, because when we... uh, Mentioned this two weeks ago, I, I didn't realize that this is going to be our topic today. Um, and today is the day that we reopen. So it's kind of a coincidence. It's oh, um, yeah, yeah. Just today, for the first time, uh, this is when we're back in business. So um, this is the first official day since they closed Ohio's restaurants. And we're going to take it step by step and make adjustments as we go because that's what it's all about right now for a lot of us uh, flexibility and adaptability. So Time will tell how it all sorts itself out for us all eating out in our new normal times, but I do think that the social aspect and the connection people get while dining out together is a really good thing, not to mention it's nice to have a night off of cooking dinner. So, yes, I'm ready to switch up this pizza thing a bit starting right now. Trish, <laughs> how about you? How do you eat on in restaurants? Yeah,
1: I, you know, it's funny in hearing, and again, to tell our listeners, we don't tell each other what we're going to say. So it's always fun to hear you talk about the topic that I've also, you know, prepared bullet points for and thoughts uh, around. And uh, one of the things that I just love about our podcast that I think others um, hopefully gain from it is that while we... um, We have differences that we also have a lot of similarities, which for sure Mm -hmm. uh, our listeners are going to hear when when I give my tips. So let me start by saying, I also um, don't eat at restaurants a lot. And I do also have a regular, almost weekly, I'd say, uh, Friday family night pizza uh, tradition in our house. Uh, But outside of that weekly uh, Friday night pizza treat, we really don't eat out much. Um, I eat at a restaurant or a drive through maybe once a month. I uh, usually choose that, that time as an opportunity to have a nice treat versus trying to totally stay on track with my nutrition. And the reason I tr- do try to avoid restaurants is because even um, even when there are healthier options on the menu, inevitably for me, it just they don't make me feel good after I've been eat, after I've eaten them. And I think it's because, um, usually the portions are, are too large. Um, so the calories are more than I want to consume in one sitting and the sodium leaves me feeling bloated. Um, and it usually has more saturated fat and maybe even added sugar. If you're getting a salad with like candied nuts or something like that on it. Um, however, what's more important on my health and fitness journey, and I think your health and fitness journey too, is your daily habits. So it doesn't matter as much what you do on occasion. So if you're only going to restaurants on occasion, then have your favorite restaurant meal. Um, it's not as big of a deal. Um, so if your daily habits around nutrition are pretty much on track, then just use that restaurant meal as an opportunity And enjoy a treat or two. Mm -hmm. If you learn how to incorporate treats uh, versus avoiding them altogether, you are just more likely going to end up in with a maintainable, healthy lifestyle. Um, And for this reason, my first tip is around planning your treats in general. So tip one, uh, each Sunday, or at least that's the day I choose because it's the day I have off from a day I usually have off from work. And um, so choose a day that's that you are generally off of work and look ahead in your week to come and see what special event activity or dinner out is coming up in the week to come and save a treat for that time for that moment in the coming week. Uh, this planning will help guide your uh, choices during the week. As you look forward to the dinner out and the treat that you're going to have at the dinner out, if you plan for the treat, you can then celebrate the choice, feel good about it, and then just get right back to your good nutritional choices. Now, if you find yourself at restaurants more often than once a week or so, I also have some tips on how to maneuver the menu. Um, Like Heather gave you some of those tips and uh, even maneuvering the restaurant and the servers uh, to help you stay more on plan uh, than not while eating at a restaurant. So tip two, check the online menu before you leave home and decide what you plan to order before you leave home and make sure to not look at the menu when you get to the restaurant so that you don't take don't change your mind. It also helps if you are the first in your party to order when you get to the restaurant so that other people's delicious sounding choices that they choose don't sway you to change your order. Uh, Follow this tip and you will be more likely to choose a healthy choice and stick with the choice. Bonus, that ordering in this way will give you more time with your family instead of staring at the menu for five or 10 Mm -hmm. minutes. So, tip three as far as what to order. If you're trying to stay on track at a restaurant, I recommend, and this is a recommendation recommendation for the meat eaters out there. Um, I do uh, eat lean meat. Normally when I'm buying it for myself, I try to buy organic lean meat, um, free range eggs. I, I try to be environmentally conscious with my Uh, meat choices. But when you're at a restaurant, I recommend choosing a lean protein, such as a grilled chicken or salmon. Just don't go with the blackened salmon, which is going to be over the top um, in sodium. Um, Or even choose a small lean steak. Uh, So you'll have that lean protein. Then on the side, I do a steamed veggies and usually a side salad with a dressing on the side. You could even do a small sweet potato, just skip the butter and the brown sugar, which leads me to my next tip. Tip four, be assertive and ask for your food the way you want it. You're paying for it, so don't feel bad to be specific. Heather and I are both known for our... for seldom getting a meal item at a restaurant exactly as it is listed on the menu for sure as- <laughs> yes.
0: special order queens <laughs> absolutely
1: and my and just like jeff uh, picks on you about it paul picks on me about it he knows when the server comes to me he, he'll do his little eye roll thing <laughs> because he knows it's coming but if i am going to pay for my food i want it the way i want it absolutely Otherwise i'm not going to enjoy it if it's sitting there swimming in a sauce that i don't know what it is or uh, that I know is not going to make me feel good after I eat it. So so as for your uh, your lean protein that I just talked about, ask for it grilled instead of fried, uh, such as fish. Like if, if there's a fried fish on the menu, they can grill it. If there's a, a fried chicken breast or breaded chicken, they can grill a chicken breast for you. Ask for sauces on the side or without sauce altogether, ask for anything basically that's slathered or smothered. <laughs> Those are mm-hmm. items that I stay away from on the menu. Um, ask for a double portion of veggies, but without the butter sauce or other sauce that may otherwise, it may otherwise be drowning in. Ask for your eggs and your toast dry so that they aren't just smothered in oil or butter. And for my final tip, tip five, ask for a to-go box when you order your meal and ask for the to-go box to come when your food comes. Uh, You can eyeball the portions on your plate and before you start eating, put any food over a normal portion immediately in the to-go box. I can almost guarantee any sweet potato that you order and comes on your plate will be two, three, or even four times the size of a normal portion. Uh, bonus that this makes for an instant lunch prep for tomorrow. Uh, So these are my five tips along with Heather's tips. I um, hope this helps you when you get to the restaurant next time. Uh, But in closing, I wanted to recommend to just minimize dining out as much as possible. When you do dine out, use it as a treat opportunity and plan ahead for it as much as possible. If you're trying to stay on track at a restaurant, follow these tips that Heather and I just shared Um, enjoy your meal and go and crush your, your health and fitness goals. So that's all I have for restaurant tips. Heather, are you ready to close this
0: out? Yeah. I just wanted to say something uh, about your tip about looking at the menu before you show up. I thought that was a cool idea. I've never done that, but it sounds uh, like a good idea for people who struggle with going to a restaurant and then completely getting off track. Um, But what I thought was funny about it is one more difference between Jeff and I is that he, he looks at the menu forever. He looks at everything on the menu. And I was watching this video one time of this old couple who the the guy was making fun of his wife for reading the menu like a like a copy of War and Peace, the novel. And it just made me laugh because they've been together forever. It's like I'm like, oh my God, Jeff's always gonna do that. He's always gonna read the menu like it's a giant book. Um so I'm I'm al- I know that I'm always gonna sit there and watch him read the menu, even if I pick my, you know, food and two seconds flat. Um, Yeah. And then the other thing is I, you know, you do have specific portions that you eat. And I really don't. I'm more as a plant-based whole foods eater. I generally rely on getting filled up because my food is really high in fiber. So I really don't watch portions. And that's just, that's one of those things that uh, we'll get more into the book. You know, Trisha and I have these, these very similar ways of eating, but uh, also some differences too. So you'll hear more about that in the book. Um, But yeah, great tips. That was fun. Um, fun. So thank you all for listening to our paid to be perfect podcast pandemic edition, sharing with you all continues to help us focus our attention on something good. And we look forward to creating more. Know that this is just our roadmap, what works for us, but you're you. So take from us what feels right and make it your own, however that looks for you, especially during these ever-changing times.
1: And if you want to hear more, please like and follow our Paid to Be Perfect podcast. It's on several different platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. You can check us out on our IG account, which now has a link to our podcast in the bio. And we have other cool direct links of our favorite things that you can access from our IG bio. And we will have lots of photos and ongoing tips in the stories. And we're also on Facebook and Twitter. Ask
0: us questions about anything or give us your ideas for what you want to hear in future podcasts. We want this to be fun and have you guys engaged with us. And we want to help in whatever we can from our corners of our homes.
1: So stay tuned for more, including info about our book, Paid to be Perfect. Stay safe, be well, and remember, you're perfect.